1: Okay. I don't care about what your gut feels like. What does your P&L statement say? 100%. Because the person that brings in $100,000 has $150,000 in expenses is not doing better than the person who had $5,000 in profit. Right. And in the transportation industry, no one's paying attention to that. Look at all of your numbers, pull them together and have a truthful conversation with your spouse or your investor, whoever it is. What is going on? What are your weak points? Because yeah. if you don't know where you're bleeding, you don't know where to fix it.
0: Turn my mic up. you? Take this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch your nose in your business. Biz, 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 biz. All right, Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam, we are back with another amazing episode. And look who I have with me here today. It's my Cherie Rose, the trucker's accountant. What's up, miss? Hey, how are you? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. How, 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 how have you been?
1: Oh, how have I been? I've had a whole baby since we've talked. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. A whole baby. And how's that?
1: <laughs> Having a baby is definitely different in your 20s yeah. and your 30s. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So Now this boy, girl? Boy.
1: boy. You know, I had three girls. Three girls. And I have the one boy now.
0: So you finally got some testosterone to... Try to even it out a little bit. I'm sure your husband's happy about that.
1: Definitely. <laughs> what that means is I'm finally done.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Close the shop up. Yes. So, So so, let's get into it. So the truck is accountant. For the people who aren't familiar with, with what you do, I mean, obviously, it's pretty obvious, Like right? The truck is accountant, but you do some other things as well, right? Definitely. So let's kind of get into, before we get into your story, like your services, what you do at, at, as a business. Talk, talk, and, and, and let's talk about where you're from also. So start from the, well, you know Let's start with what you do and then we'll go back to where you're from.
1: Okay, so I help truckers, you know, I help truckers or trucking companies to scale their businesses to a million dollars with my financial GPS method. Really, from a financial perspective, so that they're able to put their businesses on autopilot and, of course, pay the least amount of money in taxes. That's what it's all about, right? Nobody want to pay Uncle Sam. Right. That's what I do.
0: Right. The (laughs) financial GPS method. I like that. I like that. So we're going to get into that. But let's first get into your story. Let's talk about how you kind of got into this world. Where are you from, first of all?
1: Chicago. Chantown. I know. When we were on here before, you were
0: talking about Chirac. Chi- See, I don't even say rack no more. Thank I've, God. I've learned that that's a negative connotation, and I'm not putting that kind of energy out there anymore. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep lifting our people up. Okay. So it's just Town. So yeah, so Town. Yep. Yeah, that's so crazy. so from Town, born and raised.
1: Born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, okay. Southside.
0: Okay. And and tell me a little bit about coming up, when, going to high school. How? What kind of kid were you? Were you bad? Were you good? You were bad. You already said it. Um, <laughs> I
1: was not. I was not. I was a pretty good kid since I learned early that as long as I did my chores and got good grades, my mom wouldn't say nothing.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I had
1: to check that off my list so I could do what I wanted to do.
0: Right, right.
1: So therefore, I was not bad because I didn't want nobody to say anything to me.
0: Okay. So you walked a straight line. All right. After after high school, what, what 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 was next for you?
1: After high school, I I went to Illinois State University. Okay. And what did you was study? there? Uh, believe it or not, I studied recreation administration.
0: What's that mean?
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically when you work in a park district. But I've always wanted to do business, but I was so intimidated to go and be a business major because in my head, you know, I had to say. C's get degrees. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that. I okay. wanted A's and I wanted to double something that I could dominate. Okay. So, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I took the safe route.
0: Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Okay. All for me to double back and do business in college because it's what I love to do. But,
0: Okay. Yeah. Got you. So, you started out doing rec- recreations administration. That's to work at a park? like
1: that. A park district in event planning.
0: Oh, okay. Got you. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. And then you, you graduated with that degree? or Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. But you didn't do anything with that degree, really? Didn't
1: do anything. The whole time I worked at the financial aid office, um, keep my my uh, friends who needed to uh, have, you know, uh, I can't pay for my loans. I, I would be researching, doing scholarships. I was doing everything financial. Okay. Under the sun, but okay. I was majoring in recreation
0: okay okay (laughs) got you all right so what happens next talk to me continue the story
1: i then go to we graduate and i we come to atlanta to visit this is a crazy story
0: okay i love Uh, crazy stories we
1: we come to atlanta to visit and it is like people are speaking (laughs) people were speaking to me i remember going out and I tell people this story because I remember like it was yesterday. I was I was going out and we were at the club and, you know, in Chicago, if someone's looking at you, it's time to get down.
0: Right, right. So
1: there was this young lady looking at me and I was like, all right, it's it on. is what it is. It's time to get down. Did
0: the earrings come off?
1: And she came over to me and she was like, hey, I just want to let you know you're beautiful. I love your shoes. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, thank you. Right. right. Uh, And ever since then, like that whole weekend, we went to the grocery store. Every we went, people were speaking. Okay. Like, hey, how are you? I'm like, this is crazy. Okay. But, I mean, within that weekend, it was really like contagious. Like, I I fell in love with Atlanta immediately. Okay. Because I didn't want to be, like growing up in Chicago, it was like hardcore. And at this time, we went to visit. It was when we were graduating. Me and my husband was like, we're going to make a decision to Leave because when you leave, you don't go back to it. I know the Chicago hoods, I don't know Atlanta hoods. So, right, right. we decided to move because we had a child and we needed to raise our child in a different environment. Okay, so that was what prompted us. But her coming over there saying, Hey, you're beautiful, I love your shoes. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I think I love this you're place. Like, this is
0: dope. <laughs> so, how how, what, how old were you at, at this time? 20. 20. So, you got married, started a family kind of young.
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: right, cool, cool. All right, so you moved, to, you you come to Atlanta. You like the vibe. You want to stay in Atlanta. All right, what happens next? Talk talk to us.
1: We stay in Atlanta. Uh, I have my well, really just I feel like Atlanta was a struggle at first because we moved here. I didn't have any support. Okay. So I started working in. At the bank. Okay. Crazy, right? Because yeah, I got yeah. a recreation administration degree. Yeah, 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 And I started working at the bank. and As
0: what? What do you, a I teller? I was a teller. Okay. Yep,
1: moving my way up to a personal banker and okay. everything. And I loved that. And then I got pregnant with my second child. Okay. And um, I was driving to Buckhead. Traffic was crazy. And we had just purchased our new home, which put me an hour and a half out in traffic. Okay. Uh, so I remember going home one day. And literally I left the I would left the bank. I would say, I gotta leave here by 5 30. I cannot play with y'all. I need to be to that damn daycare
0: on time. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> and this particular day, I was late. Something happened. I was late and I showed up and literally my infant was sitting at the front desk like they were ready for me to right, go. Right, right. And I couldn't say anything because they had to go. You right. know, it's a dollar a minute if you got kids. Yeah. And it was it was then I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. Mm. So, um, and my, me and my husband were talking about. He's he was the entrepreneur at heart. I'm like, no, you need to work a nine to five. You need to work, walk this straight line. We need a 401 k. We need all that. I'm like, right. I'm not leaving. That day, it just took me to a whole nother level. I came home like, yeah, I quit my job. He's like, oh, excuse me.
0: Hold on, you quit that day.
1: That was the. Or just quit the, in your mind. I quit in my mind. That was okay, when okay, it, was, okay, it okay. was over and done. To see my three-month-old right. sitting there, and I was like, I can't Packed do that. Packed up, this. like, some
0: groceries, like, just take that. When, you know, literally, when like, somebody here comes you go, girl, <laughs> I got
1: to go. And I yeah. was like, I can't do that. So then I became a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And I did stay-at-home mom for years, like about seven years. And while I was doing a stay-at-home mom, I remember going into just really working in um, the accounting field the whole time, and I started to go back to grad school. Okay. So while I was raising my kids, I was back to grad school, and then my daughter turned. My daughter got about two, and I got tired of talking to kids. Okay. I needed to have a damn adult a conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Seven so, years. Yes. Yeah, so boo Gaga.
1: <laughs> man. So I was um still in school doing uh, finance and business, and I decided, okay, I'm gonna go learn how to do taxes
0: too. Okay.
1: And I, I started off working at Liberty Tax and oh man, y'all, I got fired.
0: What'd you do at Liberty that Tax? That part. What'd you, do, what'd, you, what'd you do to the people at Liberty Tax? Oh no, they
1: told me that I wasn't, you know, like I was messing up returns. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, that was really a, a downtime in my life because yeah. I was like, damn, I'm messing up returns right, like that right, Well, right. you don't let me go. Right. That hurt my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, but they were, you know, if you know, Liberty works off commission. Okay. So if you make it through the end of the tax season, you get your big commission check. Okay. I was at Liberty 80 hours a week. I did like, I did so many returns. I was like, how you going to let me go like that? And the, the guy was like, well, you didn't take the critiques. I'm like, you didn't give me no critiques.
0: Right, right. So right. I was
1: down and out. The next tax season, they called me back.
0: Hold on, they fired you and then called you back? That
1: part. So that's when I realized you didn't want to give me my damn commission check.
0: (laughs) Yo, hold up. What part of the game is that? Yes, yes. So they fired you before you got... So they didn't give
1: you anything? Like No, I just got my hourly. I didn't get the commission check. You didn't because you didn't make it to the end. I had did over 125 oh, they, they tax returns. I was going to kill you. them
0: with the commission check. They tried to play you. They okay. They All tried.
1: Right. They played me.
0: Wow. It's
1: okay. It was a stepping stone. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and then I met my mentor who helped me out with taxes. And she was like, you don't have to work for a company. You can come work for me and work for yourself. Okay. So I was like, I don't know about this. Because when I first met her, it was like... Uh, you know how you... She'd be like, girl, I do tax with you. I was like, no, wait a minute, that is not legit over
0: there. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: Uh, but it turns out, like, I, I love my mentor. I call her to this day. She she knew so much about taxes. And um, I always say for people who are trying to do taxes, they go to Liberty, they're going to teach you how to be data entry. When people say, oh, I went to H&R Block. You go into the name, but that person sitting there don't know what they're really talking about. Mm. They just entering in the numbers. Right. So um, I was... Uh, and I feel like when I was at Liberty, I was asking too many questions. Okay. I didn't want to be a data entry clerk. I was always planning to be the boss. I just knew I had to have a paid internship to do it.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, so I went and I started working with her and it was amazing because I had the free reign to do what I wanted and i started to help my clients out and it felt it feels good to have someone to say oh you owe 20,000 no 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 let me uh, let me let me, uh, let, me, let, me uh. work,
0: let me work on that you
1: know, <laughs> yeah so uh <clears throat> just working with her and learning the ins and outs of it got into taxes me and my husband own uh the trucking business and he was like you know i want you to help out some of these truckers and i was like oh, i want to do no Wanna do no damn truckers taxes? Okay,
0: right, okay? right, 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 right. Uh, so pause right there. When would when was the trucking business started?
1: The trucking business start. When was the trucking business started?
0: Oh man, oh I want
1: to say or eighteen? No. it's a blur. I feel I feel like was it before my mom passed New Rose was 2012. No, 2015 okay 2015 we're
0: gonna Sorry. go with 2015 okay okay okay
1: yeah really
0: okay got you got you so while the trucking business started you were doing the bank thing and you're working liberty tax and all that so you have that going and your husband's running that business mm-hmm. and you're learning taxes okay cool so now he says to you hey there's a lot of truckers out there that need
1: no, right. I was already doing taxes.
0: Right, you were doing taxes, yeah. but you weren't doing them for truckers. You were just doing right. taxes for anybody. Right, right. right. I was
1: trying to be one. Come one, come all. I can help everybody. Right, right, right. And then uh, he was like, well, can you help You know these truckers? And they would bring me these boxes of receipts. I, this is not right. Right. So um, I, I definitely start working with them, but just putting them on... How do you mainstream this? Okay, and just learning that you know, if you are a trucker that keep boxes and receipts, we not may we may not be a good fit. Because mm. I'm not about to count these receipts, but I used to count the receipts. When I first started off, I would count all the receipts. I wouldn't do all that thing. No. Right. You're going to count your own receipts.
0: Right, right, right. Now, mm. now, were these guys more so 1099 truckers or were these guys employees of trucking companies?
1: 1099. Okay, so, so you guys an are employee like owner operators. Yeah, okay. Employees don't necessarily have those receipts. If you are uh, an employee right now, you don't got to keep all the receipts. right. So I, it was more so owner operators ten ninety nine okay because they are able to have all of those tax deductions. Gotcha. So they would they would keep every receipt. I'm talking about you know I bought this stick of bubble gum. Yeah. I got my receipt for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like you don't, you don't necessarily need that receipt. Right. Uh. So we did that and then in the midst of everything, our trucking company was so chaotic like i we got into truck and it was like oh you need to do this 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 mm-hmm. and i felt like when we were there oh if you i don't know if you pledged but like i felt like i was online like <laughs> 16 hour days and all i could think was okay i just need to get past this point i just need to get past this point and it was another damn problem okay it was always like oh my goodness because and then the, the whole time i felt like I had a trucking perspective. I was trying to, I was trying to learn trucking. Mm-hmm. I never stopped to think about look at it from a financial perspective. Okay. So one day I was like, I need to look at this. I don't care what nobody else say. Y'all have these numbers. I remember uh we had, we we were talking to someone who was signed on to a carrier, and we were like, okay, well, how much do you pay? How much do you put back into your account to save? He was like, Well, my uh, I do $50. Everything, every time. And I was like, Well, why do you do $50? He's like, I don't know. The company said do it. I was like, Right. So you just don't know why somebody else told you? And that was when I was like, Okay, I need to figure out why they're doing these things. So I started doing extensive research from a financial perspective, what needs to get done. And I put those systems in place in my trucking company and it it started to flow. Um, So if I wanted to, um, do things I looked at my financial statement I didn't feel I didn't I didn't think about What it felt like in my gut Because okay. I, I don't care about What your gut feels like What does your PL statement say 100%. Because the person That brings in $100,000 Has $150,000 in expenses Is not doing better Than the person Who had $5,000 in profit Right And in the transportation industry No one's paying attention to that There's individuals Who are on IG And you know They're saying They're bringing in All that money But what's going out Right, and are you are you truly at a profit?
0: Right, right, right. So, t- talk to me about okay. So, you guys as trucking company, what was the size of the company like when you guys first started? What, what when we, you like around that time? Yeah, talking start, about
1: starting off? Ooh, we started off with two trucks, <laughs> seventeen drivers. Exactly, we had to go through that many. We had to go through that many two trucks, damn drivers. 17 drivers. <laughs> All right. So oh, a little little lopsided. It was I like we—you okay. ha- have all of these applicants, and yeah. then they just come in, they go out, they come in, they go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exaggerating; nah, it I wasn't it, 17, it, I it. but it I felt like I got to do.
0: So it's right. a lot of turnaround in in, in this it's business. It's definitely a right? high turnover a high tur- rate. Tur- high turnover.
1: Yeah, so we um we got the drivers in. Right, well, we had one driver. He was the the car got towed. He was his. He was there for 48 hours. The truck got towed in the Walmart mm-hmm. parking lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. They got told that Jaden gave him the truck? <laughs> yes. Like, you got to be care. kidding me. Hold up. So, how did what, what happened? Why did he get told?
1: He wasn't supposed to park in the. No, he wasn't yeah. supposed to park in the in a Walmart parking lot. Like, all oh. the signs, you can't park here. No, so, it was just like a, his first it
0: was a Kmart. It was an old oh. Kmart parking mm. lot that I guess he. he he said he parked his truck there before. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, truck was gone when he came so back. So this is like his first route when he was first going out? He hadn't even
1: left. He parked the
0: truck that was gone the next morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a way to get started, man. Oh, employee was- of the month. Did y'all give an employee of the month for <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, this, this talk, I think that was a guy that was like he was irate. He was he was yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. You some have guys are difficult like, to deal with. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. But that also led me to then start to filter the questions uh, that I was asking because okay. I feel like some the drivers will tell you who they are. like yeah. they will. Sometimes they'll. They can put on a facade, but they will tell you who they are. And instead of ask, asking the simple questions, I asked, I started to ask situational questions. Right? What would you do if this happened? Have you ever been late? A driver say you have never been late. Lies. Right? You didn't been late before, but what happened when you were late? And what I would start to listen for, and I, I know I'm supposed to be an account, but y'all know this. Y'all need to hear this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What
1: I would start to listen for would would basically basically be if they blame everybody else but themselves. Mm. Why were you like, the dispatcher did this, the carrier did this, everybody fucking over me. Yeah. You ain't had no part in it, Yeah, none, or yeah. you know, like that was my bad. Gotcha. I really like to work with drivers who are able to accept accountability. I like that. So if I got on the phone and somebody blamed somebody else or they threw their carrier under the bus, yeah. that just showed me how easy it was for you to throw somebody else under the bus. I don't need you to be throwing me under the bus or speaking bad you know like that's 100%. just that's your character
0: yeah, yeah yeah uh
1: so yeah that's
0: okay so so what what was the first thing that you started to implement in your own business let's start there yeah to, to change the trajectory of your financial outlook
1: so the incomes the gps <coughs> okay method all right so it stands for growth profits and systems so okay. what i first started to do is i got all the numbers together like legit, cause I would, uh, me and my husband, I call them heated debates. Y'all know what I mean. Heated
0: debates, <laughs> spirited.
1: Yes, and debates. I'm like, something isn't right. Something isn't right. And he, you know, it's like, no, we we about to get another truck. We about to do it. Like, no.
0: How much money were y'all bringing in at the time?
1: Not much. Okay. We were. Oh no, we were bringing in the revenue. Yeah. The expenses were so high because everyone said we needed to get this. We needed to get this. And we never questioned what we needed to get. Okay. If you tell me I need to get this, goddammit, let me go get it. Give
0: me an example of some of those things. (sighs) Okay.
1: Oh, my God. Our first driver, you know you want to give the driver the world.
0: Yeah. i He's like, you pay
1: deadhead? Yeah, we pay deadhead. We pay that, we do this. You what? Right. Want... well, my company was paying me this. We can pay that. We can match that. It was like we were meeting all of the drivers demands and we had not stopped to look at our financial situation. Okay. It was just like we by any means necessary, you need a driver, you, we all know how important drivers are to uh-huh. transportation. So we 100%. We heard we kept hearing drivers say they're not being treated right. Okay. So our goal was we want to treat the drivers right. Okay thinking that if we're going to treat the drivers right we're going to give the drivers what they want that's what we do okay you want to give the drivers what they want but at the same time you can't give the drivers what they want and break your pockets
0: right right
1: so we never looked at it from a will this break our pocket perspective it was like we didn't get in we are going to do it by any means necessary if that's what you want so you going to ride these tr- uh you going to ride this truck you staying out for 3 weeks get this man this
0: money right okay <laughs> <laughs> how are you paying him
1: uh, we were ten ninety
0: nine. Okay. No, I mean like percentage, like like percentage. Part, okay, percentage of the route. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yes. So no, actually, no, no, we no, started no, off. No, ooh, we started off for fifty cents a mile, Jesus.
0: Fifty cents a mile. Okay. Yeah, Go ahead. We, Look. Start, we started paying per mile. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: We were we were
1: overpaying so much.
0: Where, where did y'all get? Like, where did y'all find? Like, where, where did you? How did you figure out to pay what you paid? Like, where would you get that from? You just threw it out there like I would just,
1: say like the fourth settlement check, we're like, okay, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> this
1: this um, but, but
0: where'd you get that number from? Did you like say this heard, company's paying this, heard, so we're gonna pay that?
1: We like, heard that okay. that's what people were paying. So we just said mm. we're gonna pay it. And then the driver was like, I'm used to getting paid this. And oh, we was like, Okay, you work for Prime. I shouldn't say Prime. You work for another company. Right, right. right. We're going to do what that company did. You're going to do what that we're going to do. You. We're going to do all of that.
0: Got you. Got you. Not so realizing. you trying to match the competition. Exactly. But the competition is a little bit bigger than y'all at that The
1: competition that point. is bigger than us. And right. a lot of times what resources. I've learned after being in the industry is the competition isn't always telling the truth.
0: Mm. Mm. That part. Mm. So
1: you need to pay this. You need to do this. I'm about to do all that. Like whatever you said, do. I'm about to do it hands down. Okay. Um, and I, this was before we were really aware of social media right and being able to see the evidence behind it. It was more so like, okay, my brother's in the transportation industry. They've been in there for 10, 15 years. So you're thinking, oh, your brother must know what he's doing. Right. What I've learned as an accountant is that the drivers don't necessarily have the knowledge of the business.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to say necessarily they don't have the knowledge of the business. Right. So they're given the advice from a business perspective and they don't have any business knowledge. Okay. Or numbers knowledge.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, yeah, that was that was a
0: So a, one thing was overpaying drivers. That was one thing that you you guys realized. Give me something else.
1: Uh, not looking at our financial statements. And I hate to say that because I'm an accountant. Yeah. But it wasn't the forefront. Right. The forefront was we need to get these loads. We need to do this. Right. We needed to we needed a dispatch. We need we needed to do all these things. And that can happen at another time. Right. What I realized is no, that needs to happen first. Mm. It needs to be set in place and there needs to be some consistency with it because it will get overwhelming. Even me as an accountant, I knew what I was doing, and I was overwhelmed doing it because there was no system. There was no structure and no one could give me a structure. Like I, when I asked, either they gave me a structure and it didn't make sense or they just didn't want to share their secrets. You know, in terms they baby, they be holding those secrets <laughs> like lock and keep like, right. nah, I'm on top. you going to have to figure out how to get to the top yourself. Mm. So it was, it was really like a, a figuring it out trial and error moment. But I, I, I didn't think it would be that hard. Okay. So with me having my accounting business, it, it you transportation, the expenses to be in transportation is so high, you can't afford to ignore your warning signs a year out. Mm. The warning signs come week two, week three, you need to start paying attention to them. And a lot of times the companies are not paying attention to it. Right, it's a year, it's two years. I've been making this money. I don't know what to do, sis. I got a multiple six-figure uh, ten ninety nine, and I need you to save my life. I can't save your life, right? right because right. all of this stuff has been building up, and it should have been ha- it should have been taken care of gradually. Now you owe the IRS fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Mm. So just having to look at it from that perspective, putting on that hat and, and looking at it from that perspective. So once I got. The finance part together, we started looking at, I printed out the reports, I highlighted the p- reports, because remember I talked about these heated debates, yeah. and I kept talking about like, I had a gut feeling, now I got to highlight and show you, sir, <laughs> this, is <a> <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a minus. This is a minus, this is not a plus, this right. is a minus, minus. Right. and when we start to do that, and that's what I do with my clients, and anyone out there, when you're first starting off, or if you've been here for a while, look at all of your numbers, pull them together, and have a truthful conversation with your spouse or your investor, whoever it is, what is going on? What are your weak points? Because if you don't know where you're bleeding, you don't know where to fix it. Right. So we, you know, there's the obvious things, this driver getting on my nerves, but there's, there's weak points that your profit and loss statement will show. It's a red flag. You go to school, you didn't just get that failing grade. Right. Right. Your mama was called. You 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 had too many absences before you got that F, you had some warning signs. Right. And in transportation, before your business go out or or you owe the IRS $60,000, you have warning signs. We're just not paying attention to them.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: I look at the warning signs on the numbers so
0: got you so what did that look look like for you because i always like to just touch your personal business because that's where we start right that's Mm -hmm. where you got all your experience from to help other people Mm -hmm. so what did that look like for you guys like how how much in the red were you like when you actually looked at everything and you said we're making this much money but we really owe this much money like can you talk about that a little bit do you remember
1: Listen, i i i am I'ma talk about it, but I, it's still like yesterday. It I mean, still
0: it still pains you. It right? still pains you. Nap me. In. Quake, you got a napkin, quick. You got a napkin. I need
1: to <laughs> make sure my makeup not running. I, because I, I, Lord. See tear, I
0: see a tear starting. Yeah, to literally. It
1: was like um we were we're going to get in the transportation industry and my husband was like, Yep, we're going empty the 401k. I was like, huh,
0: okay. Which a lot of people do. Okay. Yeah. So
1: it was like, I got a plan, we're gonna do it. I was like, all right, baby, we about to do it. So we, I mean, I think we have about 80K ready. Like, this is it. We got the money. We got the backup plan. We got the cushion. Right. Let me tell you how fast that money went. <laughs> that money went so fast. It was like two bats of an eye. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me it's gone? Because <laughs> as long as it was there, it was okay. Like, you know what? It was. It is what it is. Yeah. Put on your big girl drawers. <laughs> It keep moving. I was trying to put on my big girl draw, right. but I'm like, I didn't lost all this money. I'm up 14, 15 hour days dispatching and I don't got shit to show for it. <laughs> Tell me how that makes sense. It didn't. It didn't make sense at all. And I'm like, this, people can't be operating this way. Right. But with me helping the uh, uh, truckers out with their taxes, everyone was operating that way. mm it was more common than I expected, which made me that was when I was like, okay, I can't listen to this shit. Yeah. I need to I need to go. Y'all doing it this way? I need to do it a different way because I I I'm at, I count numbers. Right. It hurts my heart to say that we emptied out a 401k and, and it we didn't have shit to show for it. Right. But yeah. a truck <laughs> that got told 48 hours after we put it on the road like you you gotta be kidding me make it make sense right so we get all the numbers together identifying what the weaknesses are you identify what the weaknesses are and then we set our goal what do we want to do um you know you don't hit a target that you don't plan for Mm. so we said okay how much do we want to make if you say you want to make a million dollars what does a million dollars look like okay I want to make a million dollars. I know that's eighty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars a month. Mm. I know that it's 27, 20, about twenty seven hundred dollars a day. I know what I need to make. I know how many trucks I need to make. See, before I was, I was scatterbrained. I was not direct with it. I didn't look at the numbers. I started to look at the numbers. Before you talk to me, hold on, sir. Let me pull up this number. Right. So I started to look at it that way. So once I started to do that, and that was my goal, I didn't analyze my break even. What does it take for my truck to move this wheel? Okay, does that mean I'm going into Florida? Hell no, because how i gonna get out of there? Right. So, and then if it takes a dollar and fifty cent to move my load, if this dispatcher says they can't move it, or it's eighty cent, we we're not moving. Right. Next load. Right. Uh. So, and my husband was doing a dispatcher. He he was like, no, we we can't move like this. We can't move like this. So we started to. <clears throat> do things differently because we had a dispatcher at first okay and (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) just having a dispatcher you realize okay we need some boundaries right we need some boundaries we need to let this dispatcher know what's going on uh so once we did we we did the growth we had the um identifying what the weaknesses are we set our goal and we did our break even we then went to, well, we did the, the numbers, putting that together. Where was our red flags? Okay. Our red flags that I wanted to pay attention to was the big heavy hitters. What are we paying our drivers? What is the fuel going out? How much are we paying in the maintenance? These are the red flags that you look at, but you don't look at. right. Um, easily, you can find people messing up with fuel just by looking at your financial statement. Right. So, <clears throat> and then what are we paying in taxes? So those are the red flags. And you as a trucking company, you can have your own red flags. But these are the red flags that I identified that I wanted to make sure that I paid attention to insurance. Right. Paying attention to those numbers. And um, I started to write down everything we did. Because we would get up. You know, you get up and you just do it. We started to write down every single step we took. Once we wrote down the steps, we then... um, actually started to do, bring the people in to do that. Like, okay, I don't want to talk to my driver. That driver doesn't need to know I'm the owner. I don't want to be picking up the phone at three in the morning, sir. This ain't that. I don't need to be your therapist because you stressing me out. Um, so I put the, we put those boundaries in place and that, that really helped to alleviate the 16 hour days that helped to not have the heated debates. Um, and then we put, systems like the software analytics in place okay um i hear a lot of people say i'm gonna just do excel sheet what the hell is that excel sheet telling you right nothing you said i made this much what is that saying so i implemented quickbooks an account uh, system Your and running the analytics on it comparing first quarter to second quarter what did I do good? What did I do bad? When was my good months? And if that was my good months, what did I do in that month that made it good? Did I run for this person or did I stay out of this? Did I not go to Florida to analyze what those were? And once I analyzed it, I started to uh, put together the group of clients that I had, the group of freight that I was hauling. So did we did flatbed? Did we do... This tree load did they pay more than this load? Or we're running a lot of tree loads. What did that look like? So I just started to analyze it. Like I looked at all of the the ratios, mm. what was doing best, and I started to pick. Okay, this is this is what's doing best, and um, started helping my clients do the same thing. Okay, and they they like. You know, like, oh my God, I never thought of it like this. And I'm like, yes, I know that shit happened to me too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and they're like, I get it. Or when people call me on for our consultations, I say, well, what do you think? How do you decide? Well, I'm going to do this. I got this. Well, if you got it, you got it. Let, just handle it. But when people say, you know, I, I don't know where the ghost is, you're in the right place. Let me help you.
0: Right, 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 right. So, what was the first signal for you that things were actually turning around? Like, when did you guys get out the red? do you remember that moment and like what was what like what was happening at that time we're like okay now we're making some money like how long did that take or did you ever make some money
1: I would say that it, it would it wasn't definitely yes but it wasn't about getting out the red for me it was my time okay so when we stopped spending 14 15 hour days on that mm. it was like now I can look up and work on my business and not in my business because initially I was being a worker bee. And I'm not here to be no worker bee. We don't get into a billion dollar industry to be a worker bee. You get in it to be a CEO. Mm. So I tried my heart, not try, I put my CEO hat on and I wanted to look at it from that perspective. But if I was working 15 hour days and I'm sending emails and doing this, I can't, I can't build the relationships I need to build. I can't do what I have to do because I'm so overwhelmed with the little bitty task. Right. When I can hire someone to do that task or yeah. my 13 year old. She can do that because I don't want to do it no more.
0: Got you. Got you. Got you. All right. So let's revisit this GPS method, mm-hmm. right? What does what that stand for again?
1: Growth, profits, and systems.
0: All right. Growth, profits, and systems. So let's tackle each one. So okay. what, what is growth?
1: Growth is actually analyzing your business. Okay. Like hardcore questions. What is going on with it? If you and your wife have a conversation, I don't need you to say, okay, she's my wife. I, I want to sugarcoat it. I need you to, you know, actually look at the numbers and see where you're bleeding. Okay. Then you do, we uh, go through what your goal is, setting a goal. What do you want to make? What is your break-even analysis? And then you go and look at the money. Put your, If you're not already doing your finances, getting your finances together and then identifying what your red flags are. And your red flags may not even be financial. Your red flags could be something like, okay, um, this driver keeps... Uh, Spent like I, I had one truck, and they're spending. They're spending more on fuel than this truck, but they do the same route, right? Or this driver, he's giving me a hard time. He's bringing in money, but the stress that he's bringing me, I don't want to deal with it. And that's you know that's iffy because you know if you got a driver and they bringing in the money, listen, the stress is the stress.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll think about it tomorrow. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I started to look at. At, from those perspective, the 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 key performing indicators. KPIs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, something is wrong with what's going on. Um, so once you look at the KPIs, you then go through tax planning. Okay. What does that look like? Don't show up to my doorstep. May, I mean, April 15th, saying help me. Because the tax planning happens year-round. You have to plan it out. You didn't you didn't just earn this money all at one time. You earn this money throughout the year. So if you need to be doing estimated quarterly taxes, you need to pay estimated quarterly taxes. Mm. Um, and people don't even know that. You know, like, you pay your IFTA tax. You have to pay all of that stuff and be prepared to do it. And if you're bringing in that revenue, how do you uh, shelter or have that legal tax loopholes to keep your money? Mm. So... Looking at it from that perspective, that's the profit side of it. And, of course, making your business um, really attracted to funding. You're getting funding. You need to have your profit and loss statement. Uh, when I work with my clients and we talk about what profit and loss to have, or even if you qualify for the loan. You know, you get, right. I'm about to apply for the loan. Sir, you in the red. You didn't even look at it. Right. So just knowing, OK, this may not be the time that I need to apply for this. Business funding. I need to wait a couple of months until I can, I can go to someone legitimately and say, this is what's going on in my business and this is what I would like. So we help and um, just look at from that perspective. Then you go to systems. Okay. And with systems, systems is going to include who's on your team. I call it your dream team. Okay. Your SOPs. Writing out everything you need, everything that you do. So if I get up in the morning, I check my, e- uh, I check my email. I call my dispatcher. I call my driver. I wrote all of that down so that when I was ready to step away, I can just hand that to the next person and they can read it. Don't ask me how. Ask me for clarity. Mm. Then we do systems. Identifying the systems that work for you. I have uh, clients that ask me, "Hey, I, everyone says QuickBooks better." It doesn't matter what's right or wrong you know if that platforms works for you that's what works for you just make sure you have analytics and analytics are you want to be able to compare it don't just give me the number and say this is what the numbers is um, make sure you compare what the numbers are so that you can make a sound financial decision
0: mm, gotcha. and
1: that is the GPS that's the GPS methods.
0: method to building a seven figure Seven
1: figure, because you know you can easily do six figures in trucking.
0: For sure. For sure. For sure. So what does it take to get to seven figures?
1: Structure. Structure because everyone's situation is different. And if you have the structure, you're able to see what your situation is to see where you need to go. Because it may not always be about lowering your expenses. It may be that you need to get off that low board, get a direct shipper so you can increase your revenue. That way your expenses don't mean that much. Right. But everyone just has that one mindset and you gotta do it based on your business, not on the business that John been doing for 20 years and John's still working. <laughs> John's still working. John don't have no 401k. John don't if John stopped working, he wouldn't have any money coming in. Yeah. You don't mimic what John are what John is doing. Right. But I'm guilty of it. I came in and I mimicked John, <laughs> Tim, <laughs> and, and they still, you know, like right. they, they had nothing to show for. Us. So I, I, you need to start to mimic the people who, you know, like what's going on and not mimic what's going on with your systems.
0: Got you. All right. So from a tax perspective, right? Mm-hmm. What are the truckers accountants? What are, what, what, what are some of the biggest, I, I guess, hacks or what are some of the things that people should be thinking about as they prepare for taxes what are some of the, the, the most important things that should be on your mind as a business owner preparing for tax season?
1: OK, when you're preparing for tax season, uh, keeping all of your risk. Re- I'm going to scratch that. Don't give me no receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Getting you in the software where your 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 receipts are already in there and you're just keeping up with your numbers on a consistent basis, making sure you're paying your estimated quarterly taxes. And everyone's like, oh, I need to pay taxes. I need to pay taxes. You may not need to pay taxes if you're doing your numbers, because if you're in a negative, you don't pay. You know, right? If you're in a negative two hundred thousand dollars, what's what's twenty five percent of a negative two? Like it's nothing. Right. But people are, like, I need to pay something. You may not need to pay anything. Right. Um. And then I would also say, actually knowing what business structure you should have. I heard that uh coming into the transportation. You need to be an escort. Everyone in terms of I formation. talk to Yes, okay. I'm an escort. I'm an escort, i like, well, why? You're in a negative. It does it does not make sense because you pay you're paying more money and when you be once you become a S Corp or a corporation, the government is more strict. On the requirements that you need to run your business, mm. and if you're just not running it, you got to learn a you got to learn too much S-H-I-T <laughs> to be worried about. Are you in compliance with this business structure? Right. Um, but I heard that so much. Like I'm. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm an escort, but you're not making nothing. <laughs> that don't make sense to me. Right. 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 So right, right. what I started to I I, I do my lives on it. it's like why why are you doing it? Let's let's talk about why you're doing it. Yeah. Um. It has to make sense. Like, make it make sense. Yeah. Um, the other things would be knowing what deductions you have and taking advantage of them. We are living in an uh, information age. Everybody buying a course. Everybody going to conferences. We're
0: yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: That's where we're at now. Yeah. That's tax deductible. And knowing how it works for you. Not, I'm gonna write my dog off. Figure out what the tax deductions are and take advantage of it. I really feel like continuing education is a really good tax deduction because you can go to the conferences. You can you can make yourself feel you can make yourself more knowledgeable in the industry and you're better in your business and it is a tax deduction. Right. You you would rather you know like you're trying to find all these other write offs when that write off is good and it's gonna help you.
0: Right, right. Well, what are some changes that you've seen in, in, in taxes since you started um, you know, in comparison to now, because you've been doing this for quite some time now. Like, what are some new things that people may not be aware of that it's like, hey, you can do this? Like, you just now talked about some tax deductions with mm-hmm. going to conferences and so forth. Give, give me some more things like that.
1: Um, let's see what I would say, what you can do.
0: Okay. There's a huge. Change. Okay, what you can't do. Yes. I like that. Uh,
1: because I, with the Trump administration. Okay. Laws and legislations were were started to put in place or put in place for the benefit of the small business, not the company driver. So a lot of benefits that the company driver had for deductions, they no longer have. Mm. Only if you are a 1099 and you are actually... The owner operated. You get to benefit from those deductions, and it really hurt the company driver mm. because now the company driver can't claim the days that they were over the road. And we all know that per diem is a huge element in right. writing things off. Right. Um, that's that's one of my big. Ugh. It's my secret sauces. I go ahead and ask, how many days are you over there? You live on that road? All right, don't worry about it. So, right. they took those, that away. yes, okay. yes. So, like the top deductions that I look for, I look for depreciation for trucks. I look for uh, your days over the road. I look for what you're paying your drivers. I look for what you're paying your insurance. Um, if you've paid your employees any health insurance, that deduction. Uh, are you paying a lease purchase? Those things.
0: Got you. How do you stay up to date with with the tax code? Like, uh, and how could you inf- like help other people who want to kind of DIY and learn themselves? Like, what where do you find this information at to stay up to date with what's going on in taxes?
1: Okay, I would say in general you go to the IRS website, but we all know that the IRS website is horrible. The highest the IRS IRS website is horrible even for accountants. Okay, mm-hmm. it's gibberish, but you can get all the information you need from the IRS websites. Or you can come to me, right? Because that's what I have the G, the uh, CFO membership program for, where I help you throughout the year with those questions that you may have. So I have the knowledge. I help you out so that you don't have to feel like that uncertainty and what's going on. Gotcha. So find you someone that is knowledgeable about it, not just knowledgeable about deductions, knowledgeable about trucking deductions.
0: Got you. So in a CFO membership, talk to me a little bit about that, expand on that a little bit.
1: That is where we go through the GPS method. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is a platform where it's in my community um, and in this community, we 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 have portals and you can go through everything and learn at your own pace. We meet on a weekly basis where if you have questions, you have access to me. I hop on there and I answer those questions for you. If there's something going on where. I'm not sure, if, you know, a deadline. I will go in and do a master class or a workshop on that particular deadline. Okay. So we're doing, uh, we just did estimated quarterly taxes, how to calculate it, how to pay it. Um, when the tax deadlines are due, we do uh, actually a tax workshop. What do you need to prepare for? How are you, what are the deductions? We go into extensiveness, like what this deduction are. So if for all the DIYers, that is what we have. Um, Going through and knowing what the deductions are. So when you get your things ready for your accountant, whether it's me or someone else, you you, they're not bumping their head. You know everything that you need to know and you get it all from
0: the community. Got you. What's the most, uh, I guess, frequently uh, frequent struggle in your community or frequently asked question? What do you see uh, redundantly that a lot of people are struggling with when it comes to uh, taxes, when it comes to their finances? What do you what do you see as being one of the biggest problems or hurdles?
1: Not knowing how to read their financial statement. Mm. Um, I've talked to a lot of transportation companies, and one they don't know they need it, and when they, don't, they, know they need they, a
0: financial st- statement at all. Yes. Okay. So
1: they don't have the financial statement. Or and could you just
0: break down it. what a financial statement is for people who may not understand? Because, like you said, yes, people don't know. Definitely. So what 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 is that?
1: So. One of the main financial statements that you utilize is your profit and loss statement. And that's pretty much all of the revenue you have coming in versus all of the revenue you have going out. What did you actually keep? So if I had $8,000 that I have for this line haul and my expenses are $2,000, you were able to keep $6,000. Right. They're not, you know, like it, it doesn't correlate. It's just like, okay, I just brought this money in. You want to be able to see that and most people don't, they don't know they need it and then the individuals who know they need it, they're unable to read it. Mm. Um, so they'll they'll sign up for the companies and the companies will say, oh, I'm just going to provide you this profit and loss statement and they get it and they don't look at it. Right. Or I talk to them and they're like, I don't know what they're talking about. I show you how to read your profit and loss statement. What is that saying? If it has a huge, like I, I can literally look at a profit and loss statement and tell you your business, like I, I know what's going on in your business. You can you can get on a consultation with me and say, sis, I'm doing it big. Right. And I look at that product, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely not doing it big. <laughs> Cause according to this, yeah. I remember talking to someone on a consultation, they were saying, oh, I'm bringing in, I think it was like, I'm bringing in $30,000 a month. I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out how to do the bookkeeping. Um, and I was like, okay, well, let's pull up your, your statements. Or well, I don't know how to run the statements. Oh, no, no. Because when you come to me, share your screen. Right. Share your screen. We're going to pull this stuff up. Right. So we run the statements. And she said the profit. And I was like, your, your bookkeeper didn't tell you that you're 50000 mm. For the month. But in your mind, you're bringing in 30000 a month. That that was... Not, your, your statement don't say that. So whoever... Whoever told you that that was going on, that's not what's going on. And it was like an eye-opener, like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, Yeah, you have to know those things. It is very important to know those things.
0: And you you said this happens more times than not, right? It happens a lot. Why do you think that that's the case? I mean, people People, are getting into business to make money. Why are they not paying attention to the money?
1: People don't like number. They don't like to look at the finances. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like um, me. I don't I, I don't like to clean. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to clean that. But I'll look at numbers all day long. Right. But numbers, people don't want to do numbers. So they avoid the numbers. And you should not avoid the numbers. The numbers are very important. The numbers are so important in trucking that you can lose a whole damn 401k. Right. In two blinks.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Even with the knowledge.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I, I think, you know, we've touched on a lot. I think we're going to start kind of wrapping everything up. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody about your, your program real quick. So we make sure you, the CFO program and the GPS, just break it down real fast. So everybody knows exactly how to connect with you on that.
1: All right. So um, my membership program is called the GPS method. And basically we go through uh, what your What your business weaknesses are, identifying what it takes to move your truck actually and setting a goal to do that. Then you actually look at your finances. And when you actually look at your finances, you're going to identify what your red flags could be. Then we go into uh, your business funding, because if you have your finances together, you can see that, okay, I'm ready to get funded taxes tax planning, how are you going to do this? All of this is surrounded around your financial statements and what you're doing. And once you do that, you go into your systems. Who do you hire? What systems do you use? And um, how do you put it on automation? So that is the whole GPS method. In addition to having a community, having accountability. Uh, I have an accountability accountability group i've been working with for about three years and when i tell you they hold me accountable because i can ask my best i can tell my best friend i didn't meet my
0: goal mm. damn
1: i didn't meet my goal she said it's okay best friend do it next you got it next time right. my accountability partner says well why didn't you right what did you do what can you do with you told me you was gonna be calling five people today you didn't call it right. so we have this community and in this community if you say you're gonna call these direct shippers Did you call your direct shipper? Did you run your profit and loss statement? Oh, I didn't do it. Pull it up. We can do it right now.
0: Right right Right
1: now. And we do it in a group setting. I also have uh, services where I do it all for you. That's a whole nother beast. Um, I have some um, uh, interviewing process because I don't believe in working with people who we may not be a good fit. You know, and and there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of other accountants out there, but making sure that we will mesh well together is very vital. Mm. Uh, We talk about things in our community like mindset, because if I'm, if I want to show you how to make a million dollars, you got to believe you can make a million dollars first. And that's what I had to, I had to go through that. I had to Get that self-worth. You know, money don't grow on trees. You know, they say all that stuff when yeah. you're little and you don't realize how much it affects you. Yeah. So you you get in transportation and you say, I'm about to take over the world, Craig. But you your mindset isn't there or you have your calendar that is all over the place. You need to sit down and abide by the calendar.
0: I like that. Were you able to grow your trucking company to a million?
1: Not quite yet. Okay. But I've been able to help other people grow theirs to a million. Honestly, I like the numbers. <laughs> I like, uh... yeah. I love.
0: <laughs> the numbers is your thing.
1: The numbers is my thing. It, it, it brings, like, my, my goal is to help a thousand um, companies to scale to a million. I like to help to do it from that perspective, to so be in that. Yeah big ups to all of y'all <laughs> that is a different that's a different
0: beast yeah, yeah yeah let me let me let me interject real quick because i think you sold yourself short a little bit so to be clear <laughs> yeah we haven't scaled it to a million yet but we called we kind of told you a lot about the horror stories in the beginning and what i learned about one of my biggest takeaways will be that you learn two ways and i, I tell people this now you learn about mistakes or mentors yeah um there's a lot of great mentors that are here at this event that can give a lot of good game and it should um i imagine that the next event there'll be a lot more people once the word of this gets out because it's a it's a it's thousands of people that could have came here and got help that had we got in the beginning we'd have 60 70 80,000 more dollars right right you know 100% I mean? so, so what that forced us to do is to learn how to what's to dig in and find what was wrong. And she's done a phenomenal job of putting together systems and stuff that will, if we had those things in the beginning, we'd have already been. There. Right, 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 right. Now, hundred percent. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. So we, we, we want to always end with the final thought okay. you've been here before. So you know about that. And your final thought could be anything, whether it's, you know, spiritual, financial, whatever comes to mind at the heart, when you, uh, what you think of. And then um, last but not least, let everybody know where they can connect with you. Um, and we'll, we'll end it off there. So, my Cherie, the final thought for the people. <laughs>
1: oh, man, I have so many thoughts. The final thought. The
0: final Give thought.
1: Give us one. Give
0: us one good one. Drop, drop a nice, huge diamond on us.
1: Hmm. You cannot accidentally make seven figures. You have to have systems in process. It's not going, it's not going to just happen. Mm. And having mentors to show you the way, man, that is bar none. Like, and look at the numbers. I, no gut feelings. Look at your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, today you need to take the time out to look at your numbers. Because you can be in an industry that is not working for you. Right. Or you can be in an industry that could you can take over. But you cannot not look at your numbers.
0: Right, right. And where can people connect with you to learn more?
1: I am on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I have YouTube uh, videos coming out every Thursday. Uh, we do. I'm actually going to be doing a live webinar to actually let you guys know what that program looks like. Uh, because you may say, you know, everybody thinks, say they can do a lot. But what does it look like? Right so that webinar shows you exactly what the program is in detail
0: got you well my Cherie rose this has been awesome this has been great um your spirit is amazing thank I, I you wish you the best uh, success you and your husband you know what i'm saying y'all doing big things keep on growing these companies helping people out um hustle fam you know what we do around this time if you smell something burning it's only a desire myself the trucker's accountant my Cherie rose we out If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb, this is the place to come. Truck and Hustle. Let's go!